What it do? DMV episode 21 of Chirpin' DMV. It's October 1st. It's game day. Uh, the Caps get their 2019-2020 campaign on their way tonight, baby. Defending champ blues. Uh, we'll get into it. Uh, KP, what's up, man? How are you? Not much, man. Just chilling. Went on a dope voucher party this weekend, fishing in Ooh. the Chesapeake Bay. So just kind of trying to recover from that. AB, what's happening, buddy? Uh, just got back from this roller tournament this weekend. Got smacked around a little bit up there. And then the brand new debut of the Chirpin' DMV jerseys. Yeah, man, they were they were looking fly. We'd show you, but sponsored team, sponsored team. Yeah, we were looking pretty fly, but uh, that they didn't work out for us this uh, this tournament. Maybe next tournament we'll do better. Yeah, I, there you go. Yeah, you made the Chirpin' DMV jerseys look a little bad, but. That's all right. Uh, I didn't do too much. I was around Baltimore a bit. Went up to um, Stevenson Saturday. I uh, saw WVU versus Stevenson because a couple of my Riken boys um, on that WVU team, Nick Lane, uh, first college goal was a shorty to tie the game at 3-3. Uh, pretty sick. But, yeah, like we said, it's game day. The Caps, uh, we're starting the season, baby. Uh, playing the defending champs. The last two Stanley Cup champions are facing off. So how are we feeling, Kyle? What are we thinking? Are we excited? Feeling good. Cavs are going to win this game by five because that's what we do. Cavs in five? Wow. Oh, yeah. We're or taking Cavs by five. Uh, wow. We're in five by five. Lewis <laughs> what it's all about. We're going to do it in five. Jeez. Score. I think it's going to be a five to nothing game. Hopes with a shutout. Oh, Start wow. season off right. Jeez. All right, AB, how are we feeling about the season, man? Are we excited? Uh, the Cavs Blues tonight. Yeah, I want them uh, to beat the wheels off the Blues just to show them what's up, you know, uh, on their bet. Is it their banner night or is it? Banner night, yeah, banner man. Night, yeah. This is the first, first game of the year. entire yeah. season. Oh, uh, are we the, the only game on TV tonight? Oh, that's we a good question. I'm not sure. Question. We'll see. There might be a 10 o'clock game we see one, but yep, that's it. Uh, hey, producer Brandon, can you get on that? Oh, thanks, buddy. Check our stats department. Not here. Um, so, yeah, pretty excited for the season. Um, I guess we'll get into some Caps stuff. Uh, they did announce that Christian Juice, Liam O'Brien, uh, are on waivers. So, Stanley Cup Juice is um, going 45 games last year uh, due to that health stuff. Uh, the year before that, 63 games for three goals, 11 assists for 14 points and a plus three rating. Uh, he played a majority of that year with um, Brooks Orpik and was obviously instrumental in our cup run. Um... Yeah, that being said, it uh, looks like Siegenthaler is playing in that third pair lefty with Gudas. Uh, what do we think about uh, all this, A.B.? Uh, definitely going to miss Juice. Uh, he'll probably get picked. I would assume he would get picked up. He's pretty solid. He's got a lot of speed back there. He can handle the puck. He can move the puck. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of could be a big loss. Um, kind of fills us out back there, helps us out a bit. But, I don't know, we'll see what he does. What about I you? I was more Team Juice than I was Siegenthaler. Yeah, I would Juice agree. Better, I had my moments for both. Yeah. I guess with Siegenthaler than Juice. Yeah, is are younger? I believe so. It's not like Juice is old. Yeah. Nah, he's young as hell, too. Yeah, that's true. Um, a little bit of height on him. Gotcha. Yeah, well, we still do have to get under that cap. We're like $2.7 over right now, and I think Juice going to arbitration because then that give get him above a million. Oh, yeah. God. Um, A few months back, so... Yeah, I think that's kind of the plan. Uh, was let him go because Siegenthaler is only at probably like seven hundred and fourteen thousand. Yeah, yep. um, yeah, two point seven million over. So you got to imagine we're gonna drop probably one more forward, one more defenseman, and we're probably gonna move a goalie down. Um, Which one? Who do you want to see our backups this year? Uh, Copper I've, or Samsonov? I keep I saying talked s- about this. Samsonov's uh, at a nine hundred twenty-five thousand uh, dollar clip, while Copper's at one point one. Well, 
Samsonov is my answer. It always has been. You wouldn't want him to get experience, more experience, I should say, in Hershey. See, don't you think he might get better experience in the NHL though? That's if, if, playing once on every six or seven games. Yeah, they'd be. If we do that, we'd probably be in a row, three games in a row. We'd probably be more inclined right. to play Holpe. Uh, races game number, I should say, even though we've been trying to decline that the past couple of years, and like in situations where they were comfortable with copy last year, you think they'll still throw Samson off in or just? I'd rather. Holpe? What I'd rather them do is have Holpe play fifty to fifty-five games. I think fifty-five maximum, because as we as we've seen that the winning the winning goaltenders for Stanley Cup teams are playing. Under 55 games, yes. they're trying to split as much time as possible while there are still elite goaltenders in this league. But Samsonov, if he's going to be our guy, he has to get NHL experience. So I think I would like for him to get at least 15 games this year, if not even 20. Yeah, just in case he is that goalie of the future with Hopi League. Exactly. And then yeah. maybe maybe split half the season, maybe have Samsonov play all the way up to like January. Send him down. I don't and know. Then if, tighten up Holpe. Yep. This um, is pretty much the same debate that the Redskins are having. You got your future, Dwayne yeah. Haskins. They won't play him. It's like kind of yeah. the future here with Samson. On. Well, they did, and he threw a touchdown. That's a good point. Um, good point. Good Dwayne Haskins. So the Fuck three players that are waiver exempt are Faye Harvey, Siegenthaler, and Samson. Faye Harvey's the other defenseman that is from the Czech Republic, I believe it is, and who's super good. Or should be pan out to be pretty good. Um, other than that, we have Tyler Lewington. Uh, he'll probably spend most of his time in Hershey. Yeah, I would assume. Um, plus, speak. Well, we'll we'll stick on the subject of game night since it is game night. So no Kuzi, and no Kempney. So your line's probably looking. I don't know what Ovi Backstrom, Tom, T.J. Lars, Vrana, Haglin, Dowd or Boyd, Panic, and then Leipzig. Um, either Dowd or Boyd and Garnett, Garrett, yeah, Garrett Garnett. So then I guess you move. Uh, what do you do Garrett though? Who do you who do you move to the first line with Carlson? Do you throw Siegenthaler up there and then keep Orlov and Jensen together, and do Fayharvey or Lewington with Gudis? Who do you put up there with Carlson? Uh, I th- guess Siegenthaler, and we'll see how the the night. I think he did that a few out. times last year, Siegenthaler and Carlson. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, you Paul see Hughes how the night pans injured. out if it's if they're down one nothing, two nothing going into Because I guess you gotta period. now think of Orlov and Jensen as a new Orlov and Niskanen, no matter who got hurt last year, they pretty much never broke those up two up regardless. Right. Um yeah, Orlov and Jensen I I would assume will stay together all year long. Um shorten up the bench if you're down by a goal or two going into the third. Um, yeah, especially with Third. Almost non-existent third-line center. Throw Gudis up there, give him a little more time, see see how he does in this in a in a meaningful game for the Caps. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to see, or it's gonna be interesting to see what we, we don't do know here. When, well, Kempney was looking good, and then now he's like hurt, bad, and can't play. Maybe for a couple games. They even threw out the LTIR out there. Yeah. Um, which it, everybody thought he was good to go and ready for the season. But I guess not. Then only three games without Kuzi. But uh, when he comes back, that'll help on our defensive side, dropping Elder down to that third line center. I'll tell you one thing though: in this preseason, uh, when we're that our top line has looked dominant against other top lines. It's not like they're playing against scrubs too. Yeah, they're playing against number one, uh, number one line guys, and they are. I think they've had the puck the entire time in the offensive end. It feels like. Yeah, I mean, 
preseason has looked good. Like we said last time since we did record, uh, we lost to the Blues and then finished with a win over Carolina. Uh, that saw mostly everybody but Ovi. Um, speaking of some guys that might get some play time, Chandler Stevenson, he had a sick toe drag and passed oh, yeah. to TJ Oshie, yep. who had two goals in the night, as well as Jacob Vrana putting in two goals. So good to see those guys heating up before yeah, we get Stevenson started. Stevenson had a good play on that uh, Vrana goal as well. Yeah. So he was all over it. Yeah, yep. So, so um, maybe he'll crack the lineup for the first night. Yeah, let's see. Hopi was in that the entire game. Our boy Garrett, Garrett Hathaway, uh, had that huge open ice hit, which I'll do a fight, and then he pummeled the guy. So it's awesome to see somebody besides hell out of that Tom guy. Wilson what fight. We wanted, exactly. So speaking of Tom Wilson, I uh, did try to fight the entire Carolina Hurricanes bench. Nice. Uh, did we see this? I actually yeah. missed that. He got him misconduct, and apparently it's because Reardon, I mean not Reardon, um, not Uncle Todd, Brenda Moore was yeah, chirping at um, Tom, Tom Wilson, and that made him flip a shit and yeah, pretty much attack the bench. Yeah, some pretty strong comments about it, how he didn't like it, and there's no place for it in the game. Yeah, Reardon said, agree. he said, that's something I strongly, strongly dis- disagree with is a coach talking to players from the other team. I had some comments for their bench as I walked off between periods. You don't get a chance to play anymore as a coach, so you shouldn't be talking to someone who is. So that's, I guess, what flipped to old Tom, Tom Boy's lid. 30-goal scorer Tom Wilson. All aboard the hate train for Rob Brendamore, baby. Yeah. Maybe he's back on it. But I can imagine, like, being a coach, you kind of want to yell at players sometimes. You probably just get so Uh, frustrated. Especially as a former player, I bet, too. Yeah, so hard for him. So, former players, our boy DSP um, got cut from his pro tryout with the Flames. So, DSP, I don't know if he's going to get picked up or anything this year. Could be tough. He might be playing some minor league. The Flames or are freaking stupid because DSP, clutch performer in the playoffs. And they saw, well, and then the Flames just signed Ronaldo. Zach Ronaldo? I think so. Oh, God, that yeah, guy's going to d- beat like the hell out of everyone. Like, they deliberately signed Zach Ronaldo, which is, <laughs> take it as you may. So, um, signings. We pretty much wrapped everybody up. Um, the last three big ones, I guess you could say. So, Miko Rotten in. Uh, six years, 9.25 AAV. AB. Uh, yeah, that looks like a steal for Col- Colorado if you compare it to uh, Mitch Marner's contract. Am mm-hmm. I right? Yeah, 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 I'd say. I mean, that's less than, or it's over a million less than what they signed for. So, I think Colorado's got to be happy. I think Ranton is probably definitely happy. He's going to be playing with McKinnon for the majority of his career. Yeah, right. his, the his years, bulk of his solid, career. Yeah. Solid term there. So uh, he's got to be excited. Colorado's got to be excited. They're just going to be so exciting to watch this year. For sure. Um, one that I think was a steal for the team was Patrick Laine. Two years, $13.5 million with the Jets. So that AAV's at 6.75. What do you think? That's a lot lower than he wanted, right? Uh, I would assume so. You think that's a bridge deal or more? Oh like yeah, the Jets trying to feel out. Line. Those two that's years are like, all right, you get two years yeah, to do something, dude. If yeah. you ball out, we'll pay the shit out of you. Yeah, but that's that's a classic bridge deal right there. If for you don't, two years. we're not screwed with your baby back. Didn't we triple B him? Yeah, we triple B him. Baby back bitched him, so yeah. Um, he, beard he needs change his life. He needs to put up forty. Him. He needs to put up forty goals this year, I think. If At he wants, least. if he wants a big ticket, he only got twenty nine last year. He didn't even break thirty, I don't think. So, yeah, he's got something to prove. Remember when everyone said he's going to be like Ovechkin, 50-goal scorer every year? Yep. <laughs> um, last one, our boy Tuchuk. Matt Tuchuk, three years, $21 million extension, so he'll be cashing in for about $7 million a year. How do we feel about his his deal? I think it's a great deal. Uh, there's another Marshawn-esque player, maybe not with as much skill, but he is definitely tough to play against. Um, so that brings a whole other element that's not on the stat sheet. 
Uh, I mean, unless you count penalty minutes, I guess that'll be on there. But you know what I'm saying? He's yeah, it's he's fun to watch. He's got that grit. What yep. You want. He's he's a, he's a tough bastard out there. So I think there's uh for seven mil. I think that's a great that's a great signing. It is. I like it. Um, I think he wanted more too. Obviously, they all want more, but that's a good deal for uh, both sides. So, speaking of contracts, our boys Ov and um, Backstrom were on the interview with Rob Carlin in the Capitals Talk podcast. And did you catch Ov's quote? Yes, I did. That was quote unquote. Uh, well, Rob asked him. I should set the table here uh, about Backstrom's contract coming up and Ov's coming up the year after. And Ov said, "Well, we'll see." Uh, you're going to sign for six more years, and I'll sign for five more years, and here we go. So they'll both end right at the same time. So do a nice little retirement tour in that fifth year because I think give me five good years of those two, and I'm pretty happy. I'm yeah. satisfied. Oh, yeah. Cup or not, if they give me, if they both give me a good five more years and retire as Capitals in that last season, it's just back from setting up Ovi to beat Gretzky's record, and then they just do a little victory lap in each. Yeah, just leave the ice as soon as you breach the record. Yeah. Maybe we win like 20 games that year, too, but I'm cool with it. Because <laughs> it's just like a hero's little Going victory for lap. That record. I would like another cup in there. One more. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get to that later in this episode after the interview. All right, all right. Correct? All right. Okay. Um, so, Kyle, you mentioned our boy Dwayne Haskins finally getting his chance with the Redskins. Um Chris Russell chatted with uh, 106.7 The Fan. Um, apparently, the Capitals' success and that previous Stanley Cup championship are not sitting too well with the boys Bruce um, and uh, Bruce Allen and Dan Snyder, I should say. Whoa, so Russell on Grant, oh, did on Grant Danny say that um, when the Caps won the Stanley Cup two years ago, Bruce Allen and Dan Snyder were privately very, very angry and hostile and not happy about their success, quite honestly. Um, obviously, business rivals, I, I guess you could say. Um, with Ted Leontis, who's a successful business owner, and actually Ted should just buy him out. Honestly, he should, but he said before he yeah, had no, no interest part in the Redskins. <laughs> Don't blame him. Um, so yeah, competitive business frustrations. Um, just not Dan Snyder, Bruce Allen, just not happy about the cap success. You know, Dan Snyder is just a terrible person. Uh -huh. Nobody else. It's not even like another NFL team that he's, like, hating. He's yeah. hating somebody in his own city who he should support yeah. and get help with and have some kind of ties. Maybe Uncle Ted can help him out and give him a lesson or fucking two. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ted, Teddy's uh, Washington Valor won the Arena Football League Championship last year, <laughs> and the Washington Mystics won game one of the WNBA Finals just the other night. Oh, my God. Is he on a roll right now? Uh, he's sick. He's, he's, he's pretty sick. Tell you, just look at the guy. Monumental sports, baby. Um... So we do have an interview today, Laura Hopewell. She is the founder of uh, October Saves. Uh, like I said, it is October 1st. So we'll get into that. And then before we do that, we'll just do a little local roundup here, a little weekend scoreboard from some of our junior and college teams. And then we'll throw it over to the uh, the interview. So Black Bears sweeping Scranton Knights, Wilkes-Barre Scranton Knights over the weekend. Beat them 7-3 and 5-2. Our boy Skoog, a uh, friend of the program, two goals, three assists on the weekend. Not too shabby. So Richmond Generals, both teams, uh, Premier and Elite, combined record of three and one. Um, the Elite team won both of theirs. Team Maryland winning their only game Sunday, seven four, and both Hampton Roads Premier and Elite teams two and zero on the weekend. So local junior teams ten and one weekend um, so far. So Not shout bad. out to all the fucking junior boys out there. DMV. Um, college Salisbury three two win over Delaware. Stevenson, as we mentioned before, hosted West Virginia, swept the weekend four to three and six to one. Uh, they're off to a pretty hot 4-0 record. Uh, that's not a bad start for the Black Mustangs. Uh, Virginia Tech, 8-5 uh, win on Saturday during our Instagram takeover with the Hokies. 
and Gurky, Turkey Gurky, as they call them. And then finally, Catholic started their season with a 10-3 win over American. So now the seasons are starting. We'll start giving some scores. Uh, we'll give it two more episodes. We're going to put a little bit of flair on those pregame stores, scores. So with all that being said, let's throw it over to uh, Laura Hopewell. All right, guys, so we now welcome on a very special guest, a very relevant guest. It is October 1st, so we welcome on the uh, the founder of October Saves, uh, Laura Hopewell. Laura, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having us. We're excited to talk about your event, which is on October 1st, so this is perfect. Excellent. So let's let's start there. October Saves, uh, like you said, created it. Um, talk us through it, how to get started, when did it get started, and um, I believe it had to do with the Ashburn Extreme, so local hockey club, so take us through it. Yeah, it did. It started six years ago with the Ashburn Extreme. Um, a kind of backstory, even farther back than that. Um, I had I'd been diagnosed with cancer 10 years ago, and um, coincidentally had two goaltenders. So once I was, you know, all better, um, I, you know, we had a little brainstorming session with our goalie coach at the time and said, you know, let's, let's do some sort of a fundraiser for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, and my boys played for the Ashburn Extreme, so we figured we would start there. Um, and we came up with the idea of October Saves. And, you know, our first year was it was 28 goalies with the Ashburn Extreme. And it was just, you know, I was running it on an Excel spreadsheet. And we thought, you know, this will be this will be fun and we'll raise a couple thousand dollars and we'll get it to, you know, stand up to cancer. Um, and that will be awesome. Um, but by the end of the month, all the goalies participated, and we raised $32,000. So we, we realized, like, you know what, I think we actually have something really cool here. Let's just let's grow this and see what we can do. So, you know, every year we've grown. The second year we brought in um, the Howard Huskies, and we did a little, you know, friendly competition with them, and they were fantastic. Um, and we raised $42,000. Um, and then the third year, um, we were lucky enough to bring in um, Deb Moon, who was who is the commissioner of the CCHL, and she was all in, and she brought it to all of the clubs in the CCHL, and you know, so basically all of the Mid Atlantic. And from there, we just kind of exploded, and now we're year six, and we're you know, we're across all of North America, all of Europe and Canada. Yeah, that's uh, a pretty insane growth. I mean, like you just mentioned, you just <laughs> you just got into Canada now, so. You mentioned competition uh, that first year when the Howard Huskies joined and got along. So when a goalie registers, uh, their main goal is to obviously fundraise, get fundraising efforts. But are there is there a competition in terms of their stats uh, for the month that plays into it or anything like that? Yeah, so there's there's a competition. Um, it's basically a fundraising competition. But a lot of the ways that they raise these funds is by how many saves that they make you know, during each game. And the thing that we love about this so much, you know, besides the fact that we're doing awesome stuff and we're raising money for a really great cause, um, that this is a month where people are actually really looking at their goalies. And everybody on the team is really paying attention to how many saves their goalies are making. And, you know, I, most people don't really know how hard their goalie works as the game. I mean, right. they're making 25, 35, 40 saves a game. Um, and in our case, that really adds up when you get, you know, the parents and friends and family and all the people in your community, you know, donating a certain amount per pledge. So it's based on, you know, the saves that they make per month. People can make flat donations, but a lot of them make the, you know, pledges per save. Um, and then we rank the goalies based on funds raised. So, and that's, um, there's actually a ranking page on our website, so you can see, you know, where your goalie falls in terms of the fundraising. Oh, wow, so that's um, continuously updated based on um, 
everything you mentioned with the fundraising and all that just on the website. Yeah, it's live. So Very you can cool. go on there and you can search up your goalie's name and you can see how much they've raised. And um, there's a really fun ticker on the side of the website, too, where you can see, you know, when people um, make donations and pledges, they leave little messages for their goalies and room on and say all kinds of cool stuff to them. So it's just an awesome community event. I mean, it is the goalies, but it's their team supporting them. And, you know, the players want their goalie to be number one. Like, they want right. their goalies to, to do you know really great in this event and even the clubs like want their goalies to do to do great and really represent um so that's fun we've got the rankings and then the goalies have the opportunity um they earn prizes based on what they raise so they there's a lot of different milestones where they can win milestone prizes so you know if they raise you know 250 dollars they get a prize if they raise 500 dollars they get a prize um, and so it's cumulative. So, you know, all the way up to $3,000, you know, you can just like keep winning all kinds of fun stuff. Right. Yeah. It looks like jerseys, hats, pads, stickers. Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah. All kinds of fun stuff. And, um, and a lot of it's October Dave stuff. So they're really like proud to earn that and, you know, to show what a great fundraiser they are. And then our top three fundraisers for the, for the U S and then our top three in Canada, our top one will get, um, we have these little cool top three prizes so they can do a custom designed mask. And we have mask oh, wow. artists that they can work with, which is super cool. So they get a brand new mask and they get to work with an artist to design their mask. And our artists are like incredible artists. So they did these just super, like just super cool, like mask of their dreams, you know? Yeah. Very cool. Um, that you really very, don't even think about or comes across your mind as a youth goaltender for the most part. You're just getting the basic black or white or whatever your team color may be. You're not thinking about custom <laughs> yeah. mask at a young age. You always see like Graydon Holpe or whoever like out there wearing like this super super cool mask yeah. with like all these different things on there that have meaning. And so a lot of the kids that win, you know, they all they most of them play on a couple teams, so like a high school team and a travel team. So they found ways to like blend all of their different yeah, cool. like logos and cool stuff. So it's they love that. And then also um, another prize is um, a set of leg pads, which you know goalie parents are really happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that's. You're not buying those too often, like you're just buying some player gloves or anything like that. Right, um, right. So those are cool. So you mentioned uh, youth and high school. So what all? what's the highest level you guys kind of have participants in? Do you have kids in the college hockey ranks, maybe some pro leagues? Or uh, what's the kind of highest level you guys have in terms of participants? Yeah, I mean, we have – we say this, and this is really honestly the truth. We have everyone from mice to beer league, really, truly. Like, this, we span the – the, the age range so a lot of kids participate because it's you know it's really geared towards you know their age they really get fired up but i mean we've got some awesome beer league goalies who are you know working super hard to raise money um it's really anybody who is just inspired by this cause so you know we've got a lot of kids who are doing it for mom and grandma or right. somebody they know and then a lot of adult goalies who participate because it's a, a, a wife you know a family member somebody that that they really want to support and show that they're trying to, you know, fight this disease in their honor. Um, I mean, pretty much we have every, I mean, certainly every CBHL, um, right. like clubs got kids. Um, you know, Braden Holpe's done it. Philip Grubauer did it when he was here. We had Jacob, you know, Jake Allen from the St. Louis Blues. He participated. Um, we've got um, even like like college, like George Mason, their goalies participate, which is great. Um, you know, we've got ACHA goalies, and we've got just all, all across the board. Like, we've got kind of everybody. We've got goalies in all 50 states and pretty much every province in Canada. 
I mean, it's really it's really taken off. Very awesome. So uh, we'll, we'll start to finish it up here. Um, did you see a big difference, I guess, a couple years back when Mitch Korn, uh, the goaltending coach for the Caps, kind of got involved? And I believe he did the, what, was the Prink Brick Roll trophy to the top goalie that year. Did you see a lot of growth um, when he kind of hopped on and helped out? Yeah, Mitch has been so critical to us growing this event. He was so supportive from day one. I mean, he's, he is the nicest, kindest man and just so much fun, and kids love him. So the minute he jumped on and said, okay, folks, you know, this, this is something that I believe in and this is something that we can really do, people, you know, will follow him and what he believes in. Um, and then he's so kind. He offers um, a – for all kids who raise over $1,000 – they're entered into a raffle where they can win a Mitch Corn camp for next summer. And any parents that's tried to get into a Mitch Corn camp, I mean, his, his camps sell out in, I'm not kidding, three minutes. Right. Like, it's crazy. So parents fight to get in those camps. So it's another opportunity for, you know, a kid to get into camp. And um, and it's just fun. Like, you know, Mitch loves to see which kid wins. And he's, re- he's really into it. And, um, yeah, he, he helps spread the word big time. But Mitch Corn, then we got involved with the Goalie Guild. Um, and the Goalie Guild is a big social media influencer for the goalie world. Okay. And as, as soon as those two folks joined in, I mean, it was just, you know, all boundaries were right. gone. It's and we were no like, limit to <laughs> how far grew. this thing is uh, going to go and going to grow. So yes. we really appreciate you hopping on. We're looking forward to keeping an eye on it um, all October. Obviously, Thank being you. an incredible cause. We got some, some stuff going for the winners for the October saves. Uh, Maryland and Virginia from the Chirpin yes, DMV guys. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. Like we said, Laura Hopewell, the the uh, founder and creator. So before you go, I guess tell us where we can um, or the people can find you, uh, the website, maybe any social media that we can follow along with uh, during the month. Sure. Sure. But thank you all so much for the support. We super appreciate it. And if anybody wants to participate, they can go to octobersaves.org and register. It's real quick and easy. And that's also where you can go if you want to make any pledges or donations or just check out your goalie and see how they're doing. Just visit octobersaves.org. And we would love to have your support. So thank you. All right. There it is. Thanks again, Laura. Thanks again to Laura Hopewell from October Saves. A great program, great initiative, great uh, benefit for cancer. So, A.B., um, let's get into some predictions here. It is the season opening night. Um, We're going to make perfectly accurate predictions on some player awards and some final standings. Non-biased. Non-biased and perfectly accurate. Let me uh, reiterate that, please. Um, So, go ahead. Let's start with some player awards. Uh, Which awards do we want to pick from and... All right, so here we go. We'll start off with the big one, uh, the Hart Trophy, the MVP race. Okay. Uh, KP, who are you thinking for the MVP this year? Sidney Crosby. Oh, my God. Look at this guy. He's picking Crosby on a Caps podcast. Um, this is fucking garbage. Non-biased. Baby, who on, are you man. going with? I'm going to go with he has not been up nominated for it yet in his career, I don't think. Uh, with Barkov with the Florida Panthers. I think Coach Q is going to get him going this year. I think he's going to have a big season. I think the Panthers are going to have a big season. I'm riding the Cats this year, baby, and the Caps. Okay. Uh, You know, non-biased, I think, I don't know, it could be a tie between uh, T.J. Oshie and Tom Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) That's just my two cents. All right. like we did say, minimum thirty goals for Tom. So if he puts in thirty-eight and just has a heck of a year, then heck, why not? All right. If he doesn't have a suspension all year, I think it's a good chance. Huh? Yeah. If he doesn't get suspended, good chance he wins MVP. Yeah. So. If Oshie doesn't get a concussion, easy. Who knows? 
please move on to the next uh, <laughs> award. All right, next award we got here is the Selkie Award, which is the uh, Best Defensive Forward Award. Okay. Billman, we'll start off with you. Non-biased. Nick Backstrom. <laughs> hey, there um, it is. Yeah, why not? It's never won it before, so let's give it a go. Yeah, Barry Trotz did say. Contract year. Contract year. Contract year. Barry Trotz did say a couple years ago he's the most year. underrated defensive yeah. forward in the league. That's my pick. All right, I can see it happening. KP. This is a tough one. I mean, there's a couple guys you could go with here. Yeah, I mean, you, I'm gonna go. You with mean Patrice Bergeron? Yeah. Look over here. <laughs> Ryan O'Reilly or Anze Kopitar? Oh, Ryan O'Reilly back to back with yeah, the Selkies I think this he's year. Gonna have two good years. Really I mean, out on he's the hot. Lip. He's hot in St. Louis. They kind of changed up his whole game, and I mean, I'm really just high on the guy right now. He's doing good. Ooh, yeah. I know. Uh, Ab. All right, and for the Selkie, I have my guy Barkov. Okay, with wow. nice. I want to know Hell yeah. Double up, doubling up on the awards this year. Uh, He's going to bring home some let's hardware. Let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling. How much are the Florida Panthers paying you? Uh, don't worry about it, man. Um, Norris Trophy winners this year, which is the best defenseman. We'll go with KP first. John Carlson. Oh, oh. that's what I'm saying, too, man. Every, this, it's, one, this one's a real He one. gets I'm fourth not, every y- damn exactly. year, so you know why not? Finally, he's got a break. Is this the year he breaks through? Is this the year so. he wins? I hope so. Johnny, Johnny C, baby. Unless they put Barkov on D. <laughs> hey, man, come on. Why are you blowing up on a spot like Next. that? I put them there. Who would you pick? Should I go with our big man, Keith Yandel, from the Florida Panthers? Oh, <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm picking Victor Hedman from Tampa Bay. I don't know. I think um, Yandel's going to win that battle of the Florida defenseman <laughs> for the Norse. Know. Who do you got? John Carlson. <laughs> Same as Kyle. You should have gone John, <laughs> next. Should have gone Rocco Gudis, dude. Next, he's the best defensive defenseman. Ah, oh, no. All right, it's yet to be seen. I wonder who you guys are going to pick for this one. Okay, the Vesna, the best goaltender of the year. Billman, contract year. <laughs> Organization he's been with his entire career. I mean, you got to go Brayden Holpe, am I right? He's already won like it once. Said, Could win it again. Yeah, it's, but it's been a while since. It, what was it? 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like three I'd, years. Braden Holpe, he's the every four-year guy. Three or four years. Contract yeah. year. Before I even want to go, AB, are you picking a Florida Panther for this one as well? I'm not. I'm not actually. Because he he couldn't he could make it happen. I know he turn definitely around. could. It's definitely a guy well, that's in the run around, as well. I think uh, Carey Price is going to win it this year. Oh. I think he's going to have a good year. I think you know, he's the fourth favorite. He's, uh, well, I think the Canadians are going to suck, and he's just going to get a ton of shots, and he's going to have gonna give him the pity. The pity. The Vesna. pity Vesna Award. I think he's going to hold that team with a little bit of nails. Are they uh, are they in the playoffs this year? Do you think he – No. No? Okay. Uh, I've got Ben Bishop this year. I think he wow. got snubbed last year. I think the Dallas Stars are a wagon. Uh, Billman's riding that train this year, I think. Yeah, we'll get to that also. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going with Ben Bishop. All right. And that leads us into our next one, which is most points in the NHL, the Art Ross Trophy. I wonder who Billman's going to pick for this mm. one. I th- me and Billman were already talking about this before we started. I think my boys. And I'm going with Nick Backstrom on this one. Oh, That's where I disagree. Man. This is where I disagree because I think our boy's going to sniff the leaderboard on this one. Uh, flying high. Our boy Koozie. 
Oh, wow. He's going to wow. be. Little play on words there, he's eh? He's going to be finding that back in the night. He's going to have a huge year. He could play like he played. 30 play plus goals, 70 plus assists. and white in the back of the net in the back of the net. He's, he's going to be making it rain, baby. Uh, like I said. Redemption tour. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, ripping on him, and he's just going to be fired up and wheeling. That's what Russians do, baby. So that's my pick. What about that goal celebration? Is he gonna do it right off the line off the stick? Uh, get a little, get a little I don't snow. Know. Kyle, who you got for? Uh, oh, you said Nick Backstrom. So AB, who do you got? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm unbiased over here with Connor McDavid. Connor yeah. McJesus, he's gonna put up probably 145 points this year. No lie. Caps legend Alex Chison on that team. So maybe if he gets some first line minutes, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Chasing dry sidle McDavid. All right, so here we go with the Jack Adams Award. What the hell is that? Best coach of the year. Oh, okay. Barry Trotz. He's <laughs> the greatest coach ever. <laughs> Knew that was coming. Yeah, Cap Barry legend. Trotz. Cap, Cap legend. legend. Kyle? Barry Trotz. All right. Trotz. You guys want to know who I'm picking? Barry Trotz. Fuck no. What? Cats, baby. Coach Q. Oh, Coach the Q. The reason okay. I'm going with Barry Trotz is because I think he should have won it last year. He definitely should have won it last year. Did he not so, win it last year? I'm no. pretty sure he did. The St. Louis Blues coach won it. Are we sure? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I we are. I thought Barry won. Yeah, hey, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, sure Barry, Barry won, won. You look it up. Me and Abe are going to talk. But, um, yeah, I'll lead us into that. Coach uh, Q, yeah, obviously he'd have a massive year. Um, obviously, because it, he would win it. All, if they have just a great year and make playoffs – so obviously they don't count playoffs, but if they have a great year and make playoffs, maybe finish second in that division, uh, he's going to get the whole – you took yep, a team Barry of Trout's brand new team, brand new players, and so made I'm them good. back off that one. Barry Trout's ain't winning it this year. No, he's not going back-to-back? Nah, Uncle Todd's going to win it. Uncle Todd Reardon. All right. He might be lucky to get top ten. All right, all right. Uh, next one, the Rocket Richard Trophy, most goals in the NHL. Alex, Alex Ovechkin. Alex Ovechkin. All right, all right, next. Move on. And uh, – How many? Over, under – 57. I think he's going to hit 60 this year. I'll take 59. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say 59. Uh, I think I'm going to go with 69. Oh, nice. All right, so we got. Nats only lost 69 games this year. Did you see that? Yeah. So it's nice the nicest season. season. Nicest season. That is a great season. Uh, Calder Trophy, Rookie of the Year, goes to Billman. All of our rookies are. <laughs> Speaking of our rookie, Connor, first round draft pick, Connor McMichael is the player of the month. Just had a hat trick for the London Knights. Uh, all that good stuff. But let's go with um, Capo Caco. Capo Caco for me. Jack Hughes for me. USA boy. Uh, Capo or Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. Wow, you don't think Jack's going to even be one or two? He can finish third. Well, he I got Jack drafted. Hughes as well. Jack Hughes playing with Taylor Hall, which, by the way, we didn't talk about this last week. Apparently, Taylor Hall was just hurt for, like, half the season last year. Yeah, you don't remember that? He didn't play, like, at all. Yeah, so that kind of changes up my entire picks for uh, the Metro yeah. the Metro Division, well, yeah. dude. <laughs> Devils are sick. Yeah. Uh, so Devils are finishing second. I mean, if Jack Hughes plays with Taylor Hall, you're— I'm going against my division predictions. I have Caps, Devils, Philly, Pittsburgh. Okay, so I switched the Islanders and the Devils. So the Devils are sneaking in that wild card. That's what I got going there. But anyway, yeah, I, got, I think Jack Hughes is going to tear it up. He's going to get I like might change my mind. 85 points with fast, Taylor Hall. Too, too shifty. Yeah, if he's playing with Taylor Hall, I mean, good God. I mean, valid point. But Capo could end up playing with um, Panarin. Panarin, yes. Yeah, Maybe. 
But uh, Taylor Hall's way better than Panarin. I totally forgot that True. Quinn Hughes is actually in the running for this as well because he didn't play that many games last year. Yeah, but he's a defenseman. Yeah, he's, he's not going to get him. They'd have saying. to fight each other. His brother winning it the same year as the other brother. Oh, yeah, that would be true. Um, we got any awards left? Any... I mean, we could fuck around with the GM of the year if you guys want to do that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's about Brian it, Brian McKellen. George McPhee. Yeah. Like Ted Lindsay. I don't know. There's a million. They got a million. All right, awards. so let's finish it off. Let's pick our final our final four, I guess you should say. We should say, and then our Stanley Cup champions. Um, so, A.B., why don't you kick it off? All right, unbiased here. I've got. And completely accurate. In the Eastern Conference Finals, the Washington Capitals. Nice. Versus. Hell yeah. The Florida Panthers. Oh, oh. Did not see that coming. the best team in South Florida, baby. Oh yeah, holy jumping! What a pick, man! And I got the Caps in five, four, wow. five. Caps in five. Wow. Caps in five. Wow. Caps in five. Wow. And then I got on the west side. What I've got the? Matthew Billman's Dallas Stars. Oh, the Dallas Stars are sick. The Vegas Golden Knights. I like that. And I like the stars. I didn't know who was going to pick as my second team for the West, but I'm going to Dallas and Vegas, too. Yep. And I think Dallas beats them in six. Yes, I would agree. Dallas beats them in six, and then give me the Caps versus whoever wins the second-round matchup between the Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning, which is going to be a sick little battle of the Floridians. The Floridians? The Floridians. Um, Whoever wins that is going to play the Caps. Caps will beat them. In six. In three games. In six. Okay. No. It, it's got to be an even. Okay. Um, and then we'll play the Dallas Stars. Um, and, and that'll go to game seven, quadruple overtime. Alex Ovechkin scores his first career playoff overtime goal to win the cup. And maybe Kuznetsov and Sagan have a schneef off. <laughs> wow. Regardless of who wins, we're partying. Kyle, who do you got? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start with the East. And I got a little rematch of 2018. It's going to be the Washington Capitals. Columbus Blue Jackets. Tampa Bay Lightning. (laughs) That's boring. Boring. I have. Who'd the Lightning beat to get there? The Canadians? The other teams. Cool. Oh, all right. But I got Tampa winning that series in seven. I think the Caps are going to lose. Is that before or after they trade for Sidney Crosby during the season? If that happens, we're winning it all. All right. No, no, not no. us. Oh, he's going to Tampa. He's going to? Yeah. Yeah, well. That's what they're going to need? Maybe. And then, <laughs> in the West, I have the Calgary Flames. Wow. First, the Dallas that. Stars. Oh, yeah. Who y'all winning, baby? Go the Stars? Star. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't like this pick now. I'm taking mine back. We are all... Pi- we're all picking the Stars right now? The Stars are sick, though. I think they're going to have a good year. I think they're a good playoff I told you I have team. that Stars and Nike playoffs, pullover. I, I can't wait to wear it team. when the Caps aren't playing. I'm wearing my Stars Nike pullover when the Caps aren't playing. I mean, I, I mean, I really like the Stars, but now that everyone likes the Stars, I don't like the Stars anymore. It's a, it's a classic Dave Portnoy that I'm pulling It's right going to be a nice... Uh, Western Conference battle just going from Dallas to Vegas, baby. The just West battle of the heat grind, heated cities. Like. Yeah, the West playoffs was like completely up in the so air. So if the right. Cavs play Dallas, do we wear Skins Cowboys jerseys? Oh wow! Just start start the rivalry talk now. Yeah, we should probably should honestly start the ri- the, that skin, would, that the, would be awesome. the Washington Dallas rivalry talk now and just get it fired up league to league. League to league. NFL to NHL. Yeah, not a big deal. Um, So uh, that should really do it. We got anything else we want to chime in on before we get out of here and go watch 
Who's your the Caps MVP? Ooh, that's Whoever good. Whoever scores the most points on the winning team. Uh, that is also good. Kuznetsov, because he should have got it last time. Yeah, but... He's going to blow past the competition in the playoffs. I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? He's going to set himself joke. apart. Um, I think Brayton Holpe might be the guy. That'd be so tight. And then we that have to be pay tight, him. But I don't have Holpe going to the cup. What? You don't have the Caps going to the cup? He doesn't have the Caps making the playoffs. Oh, my <laughs> God. What an idiot. He's in the Tampa in the, cup, in the Eastern Conference Finals. I okay. think Tampa's just going to be powerful this year, man. Yeah, they were powerful last year. Look, guess what happened? No, no, they no. suck. Not the Caps killed team. them. I've said that, but I think they're a playoff team. All right, so who who do you got for the uh, the trophy? The MVP? Stamkos. Uh, boring. No. Stammer's going to have a great playoffs, score like 100 goals. See, mm. I feel like if Tampa were to win, I feel like it would be Braden Point. He's their guy. Or just anybody cool on that team. Killorn. Killorn? Nah, yeah. Fucking Harvard guy. Yeah. He's a nerd. Shattenkirk. But, oh, oh that God. would. <laughs> what would you do? That would. Shatter my Kirk. Hey, <laughs> whoa. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that should do it for us. Next week, specialty Carolina Hurricane sled hockey episode. Um, but we got anything that we want to chime out on? Like I said, before we get out of here, even though we keep saying it. Uh, go Caps, boys. Let's yep, go. Go Caps. The season, the is, season here. is here. Let's get yeah, it f- when- fired up. Baby rock the red a bit. Send us some tweets during the game. We'll chat back. Uh, let's go. Uh, OV you, hits yes. 50 this year. Caps, Caps, Caps. See ya. Keeping myself so busy Personal the misery